Welcome to The Unfiltered Mom. I'm Elizabeth Lewis, and alongside some of my dearest friends, we've created the show so women have a space to have unfiltered, extremely raw, and insanely real conversations. Nothing is off limits here. This space is for moms who want to talk about everything. To dive into conversations we all deeply desire to have, but fear what others may think of us. This is your invitation to pull up a seat in a judgment-free zone and have a little heart-to-heart. Now, let's get unfiltered. This is a Soul Fire production. This is one of our spiciest episodes yet. If you liked the sex, sex, sex episode, you are going to love this episode as we dive into smutty books, sex, erotica, sex toys, and so much more. These are topics that need to be discussed because let's be honest, we're not talking about them and we need to normalize them. Because there are so many women who feel shame about reading smutty books, enjoying sex, either by yourself or with your partner. And it certainly shouldn't be that way. So we're diving into reading smutty books in secret and being open about it. How our upbringing can influence the way we feel, what it's like to change perspectives over time, and why it all comes down to being self-help for you. Okay, if you are ready to dive into this episode and get some really good recommendations for smutty books, sex toys, and so much more, pull up a seat and let's get unfiltered. Welcome to The Unfiltered Mom. I'm your host, Elizabeth Lewis, and this week... We are coming at you with another sex conversation. And this week, it is diving into the world of smutty books and erotica. Erotica. And the reason we're doing this, it's so interesting. I remember growing up with my mom reading some Danielle Steele's. Anyone else? Daniel Steele? Uh uh-uh. uh. What? No, not Danielle Steele. Would you know who she is, Charmaine, right? I do. You said girl- like. Ugh. The covers was like the Fabio looking people on oh, the front. With the guy with the really long. Mm-hmm. My mom was getting down with it. Jackie Collins books were the junk back then because mm-hmm. there wasn't that much sex going on when I was coming up. And it was like, ooh, he did what to what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first one I read. I must. I was definitely in like eighth or ninth grade. And what? Was, yes. Yes. And it was me and my friend. And she was like, oh, my God, you have to read these Anne Rice books. But they were Anne Rice. You know, she wrote like Interview with the Vampire and things like that. She wrote under a pen name. And there's this trilogy called Claiming of Sleeping Beauty. And Mm -hmm. Sleeping Beauty got real claimed because... It was intense. I was like, I'm in eighth or ninth grade reading this and I could not stop all three. And it was bad. Wait, wait. You knew what sex was at that point, right? Oh, yeah. I okay. Think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is that's a whole nother conversation because I yeah. think my kids are so yeah. innocent, but uh, my I mean, son my thinks kid, I'm doing susu. Oh, my son's very innocent, but I mean, I was not. Well, okay, okay, but eighth or ninth grade, shoot, I don't, I don't yeah. think I remember my mom sitting at the pool with her Danielle Steele books, and she was just like, mm-hmm. she used to be over there, and I could just, I was like, man, that must be a good book. She could not put that book down. She carried it everywhere. Those Danielle Steele, oh, wow. and now as an adult, knowing what Danielle Steele, what she was writing about, and I haven't read her books, but 
I actually, my business coach, Ash, she like literally talked about smutty books every retreat we were on. She was like, literally, she she would say she would go read her smutty book and like take care of biz on the retreat, mm-hmm. like at home. And like oh, her sex life was banging. Cool. And then I was just like, oh, okay. Well, what is, what is the, well, the because it gets you more book. in tune with yourself, right? And it definitely gives you all of the, is it pheromones or whatever the feels that you're supposed to be feeling? Oxytocin. Oxytocin. Yeah, the it tinklies, gives you that, but that dopamine release. Yeah. <laughs> it gives you the tinklies and that high that, the you tinklies? know. I the said tinklies. the tinklies. <laughs> the tingling. You feel all tingling. Oh, okay, okay. Tingling. Yeah. Y'all, the tingling. You're sweating oh, yeah. down below. A little, yeah. little moist. A little moist. Ooh, ooh. Oh, I hate that word. Oh, ooh. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, then wop it then. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dead. This is, this is not the Monday night I expected. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys, as you can see where this conversation is headed. I will say, so my first book I just actually shared with Brooke, my very first book that I read, and I could not stop thinking about Luke, throw me up on that counter. Uh, Luke, uh, (laughs) pretend she was, is it pretend he's mine, Brooke, or pretend she's mine? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I will clarify. I I actually want to say when I looked at Kindle, I was like, I wouldn't, I'm not reading this. It looks so, like, cover just is looking a little, I don't know about that. And Pretend you're mine by Lucy Spore. Lucy, Lucy, you do a number on us ladies, but pretend you're mine. That was my first introduction to smut and I could not get enough. I was like, I, I thought about Luke. I dreamt about Luke. I was just like, Luke, take me. I was just like, (laughs) I just couldn't believe my husband. We had a, we had a good sex life when I was reading that book, you know, it was was really popping. Um, but but, fantasy is good though, right? Oh yeah. I, I had, Yes, it really is, Charmaine. Tell us more. I was trying to describe it to my husband. I was like, there is a plot. I was like, I think that's the difference between Porn. what women like get. Yeah, what women tend toward tend to is like this. I mean, some women watch porn. Like, they're not going to totally split it down the middle. But mm-hmm. there's like an actual plot. There's a build. <laughs> there's all the you know, like there's just more of a story. He's like, so it's like hallmark with peed and i was like yeah 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 it's like a hallmark oh, wait, movie with wait. peen <laughs> <laughs> yep it's small town girl army guy or like you know what i mean like yeah, there's actual it's not like the pizza guy comes to the door and bow chicka bow wow and next thing you right. know they're they're going in it's a completely different vibe which is i think for mm-hmm. women we need that we always need that that build up. That build, build up. up. Yeah. yeah. We need that build You know up. what it is, though? It's that emotional connection to the characters, and you yeah. can literally feel it. Like, mm-hmm. it's like you can feel the passion that he has for her and she has for him. And you're like, when is it going to happen? I just want to see them together and loving each other. Like, I just, yeah, it's definitely the passion. I feel like if women haven't read the, like, I think. The ones you're talking about, are they like super smutty? Like, it, there's beginner levels, right? Like, we've all heard beginner of like. This is shades. week one for me. I have no idea. <laughs> you just bypassed the beginner level. <laughs> Most Did of I? Probably say like starting with Fifty Shades of Grey or the Bridgerton series, where there's oh definitely God. like Penelope 
I'm sorry, Penelope and Colin's story is the hottest Bridgerton. I'm like, they are just nasty. And this is fabulous. Mm-hmm. I hope they show this. <laughs> yeah. And then watching it on TV after was like freaking fabulous. Like I watched them all like twice, but <laughs> yeah, like there's like little levels and then you like yeah. bounce to the next stuff where you can literally read about absolutely anything that you want to read about. But I think too, I think there's this like shame that surrounds it where it's like porn, right? People are like, oh, I would never read that. Like I have friends where I'm like, you guys, I read this book. Like if you're not reading smut, you are literally, it was the very first book and I couldn't stop talking about it. Like I was telling everybody about this book. They're like, oh, I would never read that. And I was like, you would, but you just wouldn't tell anyone. But it literally, I... And I just started. I am new to the smut world. We're talking like nine months. Like I birthed the baby smut. Like it just like <laughs> nine months ago, guys. Um, so it's very new. But um, I just think like it really did help my sex life. And I think it's not like when you watch porn, it's like a visual thing. This is your imagination. Like you Which are is even better. Yeah. Like you're literally wondering what the characters look like. You're like, you have this whole story in your head created or visualization of what they look like and what they would do to you if that was you, that was you. <laughs> in that book yeah this yeah visualize yourself as one of the characters yeah, yeah. Jackie Collins was my first like introduction like Hollywood wives really? and you know okay. as as a youngster I'm like oh they're just gonna talk about like wives in Hollywood and like and you get in there you're like she what How? oh wait oh what what <laughs> <laughs> and it's just this turning of pages that because it's a good storylining, like you said, we learn about the characters, we become invested in the heroine mm-hmm. of the story oh, that, you yeah. know, what's going on. And in some of these stories, you can kind of see yourself or if it's been one of like something that maybe you've been a part of, especially like with Dipsia, right? Because you can pick any story you want to pick. Tell people what Dipsia is. People don't know what Dipsia is. So Dipsia is a, how do I call this? It is erotic fiction in audio form is what Mm -hmm. it's called. It's erotica, it's erotic fiction in audio form. And any sexual position or situation that you can think of, they have a story for it. Anything, any type of relationship, like any type of relationship, man, man, or woman, woman, man, 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 woman, man, woman, man, woman, poly, couple, swingers, some sport, like you can anything that you, anything that you can think of, (laughs) (laughs) groups, orgies, yes, like like the bands, like people. (laughs) So who's ever doing these stories? They know that one, women don't have a lot of time, but they take you through this <laughs> journey relatively quickly, but in a way that you are invested. Like I'm not spending mm-hmm. 30 minutes listening to an audio. It's more like 15 to 20. Well, that's enough oh. time for me to hide from my kids and maybe handle some business on my own while listening to this book. So it's a great quick. <laughs> while your kids are just so out much. and about. You've never done that? Yeah. I lock my door. Well, your and kids are just playing. You're yeah. still in your group. And- well, if my husband's home, but like my book, no, no like no. He's well, just like, just I take that back. You in your room yeah. while your kids are doing what they gotta do. I do. I I read my book. Actually, I carried it. I took my book to my daughter's volleyball game. No, I don't no, mean no, that. No. We are we are talking about. <laughs> 
What? We are talking about vibration for the situations while your kids are minding their business and you're handling yours. No, because they're like running in and out. Like I just wait for my husband to get home or like till it's like, you know, so because, you know, people always ask us because we used to co-sleep and they're like, oh, you guys probably don't have sex. And I was like, yeah, we do. We do. We have sex all over the house and we have sex. We were in a king size bed. Like, there's plenty of ways to do it. Like, but it's sometimes not it's not about the sex with the partner. What about just masturbation? Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I think I'm still, you know, I'm I'm still in this process of like exploring that too, like in that piece of it, you know, because it's not something, you know, it's interesting the way I grew up. It's, you know, my mom didn't talk about sex. Like I was pregnant at 60. My mom wasn't telling me anyway that you were having babies. Like it was like hearing about it on the school bus and like, Oh, "Oh, that's what it is. Like, yeah, my mom wasn't, my brother would watch porn. I'd be like, Oh my gosh, he would watch it. And there was this one thing. So when he was trying to traumatize us, he would turn it on. It was like this guy named Mr. Touchtone. I'll never forget it. My sister be like, no, no, ew, we don't want to watch this. Like that's, that was like my first introduction to it besides, and then smut was obviously my mom, but I didn't know what she was reading. And then I found, and then I walked into my mom's room and they were, my mom and dad were having sex. Then one time my mom said, go in my room and get something out of a drawer. And I opened it up. I was like, oh, oh, what's this? You know? You guys, this is unfiltered. The penis with a suction. And I was like, oh my God, what is that? I was a young little whippersnapper, but um Did you touch yeah, it? So that, no, absolutely not. I did not touch that because I know where that's been. I'm gonna assume my mom. And then not okay, Kanisha. Vibrators have gotten so wonderfully awesome over the years. Like they do multiple things now on multiple levels that <laughs> didn't used to happen. Like you just used to be able to get like the the wands or the penis wands or the little rabbit things. Now they have ones that hit G spot and have the suction for the clip. When I tell you that is wow. just like <laughs> Jesus, take me now. It is fabulous. <laughs> See, this is, I think we need a whole app. I think, you know, what we need to do is put together a guide of sex toys. Cause I think the thing is people just don't know what to buy. There's so they many They don't know options. where to start or where to go. They don't. And, and honestly, I've been there where it was like, you know, it's so funny. My husband would probably kill me if I said this, but we're going there. <laughs> he was like, um, somebody got me a thing for my bridal shower, like years ago. And it was like, we hadn't used it. It was, I found this bag in the back. It was like one of those little clitoral, like the vibrators. And I was like, oh, we should use this. But it was like so outdated, you guys. So one day he <laughs> went to like one of the stores. I was on a call and he comes back. He's like, I got some stuff. <laughs> and I was like, you did? I was like so shocked that he did. And it's interesting because I think they're, you know, growing up or even when you talk to other women, because women are openly, openly talking about sex or like sexuality or having sex with themselves, that there's shame that surrounds it. Like you shouldn't be doing it or different things like that. Or like, oh my gosh, that's so disgusting. It's so crazy. And I'm like, still, man, do women still think that? Yeah. Yes, they do. Absolutely. Oh Oh, yeah. That's so you take this one, Brooke. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think, I think too, if you grew up 
in any realm of purity culture, absolutely. Like there's still a lot of undoing that even 30, 40, 50 year old women are doing, whether they're, you know, in a relationship, an intimate one or not. It's when it's drilled into you that doing that is so sinful. That's really hard to undo. Yeah. Especially in your formative years. When yeah. you know, any type of touching of that is like evil, bad, dead. You know what it made me do, though? So they told me that in my church, but it made me more curious to try it. I'm like, if it's this bad and if I'm going to go to hell, I'm going to go with gasoline draws on because they keep talking about it. So it must be awesome. <laughs> but but think about that, though. And I see what you're saying. And I love that mentality. And. <laughs> Think about that, though. You are engaging in any form of pleasure, right? Whether it's self-pleasure or, you know, you're with someone else and it feels really good. Your body feels really good. And then the immediate after emotion is shame and guilt. Like, God, like you are living in two parallels. Like that's really hard to undo and to rectify that just because it feels really good. It's not also really bad. Like that. It gets so mixed up and convolute. I mean, I've mentored teenagers and a lot of them have gotten married over the years. And I can sit here and name several that had a really hard time on their wedding night because they just they were supposed to just click into gear. Right now, all of a sudden, they're allowed to be this sexual being. And they were pretty much told in so many words that they were created for their husband. Yeah. Right. So the thought of pleasuring themselves, that's not even. Yeah. Like yeah, you are made and designed to, yeah. yeah, to make him feel good. And if you don't know how to do that, which how would you, if you hadn't done anything prior to your wedding night, then you suck and you failed as a woman. Well, and think about it like this too. She doesn't even know what her body does. So if exactly. you're, do you know what I mean? Like if you're mm-hmm. having sex for the first night on your wedding night, and let's be honest, like, is your husband really, <laughs> he didn't stick that anywhere else. Like maybe he didn't, maybe he did. He clearly probably used his hand because you told me he was in the shower and he didn't just stroke it a couple times. Like, ooh, that feels good. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think there's still but that natural. Don't get the same. I they don't, mm-hmm. and they're like, that's yeah. the thing that pisses me off so much. It's like with women, right? A man doesn't get done watching porn. Like, oh, maybe he does. Okay, I don't want to speak for men. Maybe he does get done. He's like, I'm so ashamed of myself that I just watched that and took care of myself. But a woman, I feel like, you know, Brooke, you said it so well, as soon as the oxytocin, that hit wears off, like, you know, you have that and you're like, oh, you're all worked up. Then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, what did I just do? Oh my gosh, I'm so dirty. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And I think that there are so many women, you know, even at this past retreat to reclaim retreat, I openly talk about sex. I do. I love having sex with my husband. I think self-exploration is still very much a new thing because it wasn't like my mom was encouraging it or other women were talking about it when I was growing up. But I, I know how to have good, like I have good sex with my husband, but that also took time, right? Like, because women have all of these insecurities, you know, it's, I was telling this, you know, I told you guys that I bought that book in Alaska called come as you are. And there's also, there's also a book called she comes first. I think it's for men, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Someone gave it to my husband on uh, our wedding day. Oh, oh really? Oh, okay. That mm-hmm. was a good gift. Nice. It was great. It was a great gift. 
It's yeah. a great gift. Yeah. So ladies <laughs> out there, you should get both. I have a, um, one of the girls said she read She Comes First and it was really good. So I'm reading Come As You Are. And it talks about how vaginas are so different. But if you see something, you know, in a magazine or porn or like, you know, I remember going to a friend's house and he had porn on the back of his, like bat, his toilet. Like, isn't that so, so like young? Toilet. Like in a basket? No, he just had it on the, so it was a, on the back of the toilet. So probably when he went to go sit down, he just grabbed the magazine, sat on the toilet, the looked part. at the vaginas. He went to the bathroom. Yeah, he just left it. He didn't care. He was like, he's a bachelor. And I remember I remember sitting there. I opened it. I was like, every single one of these vaginas looks the same. Every single one. So how are we? They're all photoshopped. I know. But like I I just had someone tell me a story. Literally how they had vaginal like surgery because yeah, when they to make it when they were 18 years old because, and I'm trying to remember the whole entire story. So bits and pieces of it, she thought her and her friend had like somehow compared and hers, like she thought that hers was, it was like too inward. So she would like tug at it and tug at it and tug at it. Like her like lady bits. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. when she turned 18, she went into like a, a doctor. He's like, oh yeah, you need surgery at 18. You guys, she got a, what I think it's a vagin, vagoplasty, vagoplasty mm-hmm. or whatever. And she was telling me the story. She was like, this is why shame is created. And now she's like somebody who helps women th- with their sexuality and different things like that. But this is like a real thing. Like we look at them and we think there's something wrong. If you have, if yours is a little chubby outer thing, you know, like, or like, I don't know, there's L- labia. What are <laughs> we talking about? Like, you, you know, you're terms here. You're got a chubby vagina. I don't know. Vulva. Your vulva. vulva. If your vulva is a yeah. little chubby. Um, that's what you know. um, Courtney or what's her name? Call it a fat puss. <laughs> Courtney Kardashian. Yeah. Either Courtney or it's Chloe. Chloe. Okay, Chloe. So, so yeah. Because skims don't cover it, yeah. <laughs> and they had to make them wider. Okay, so then <laughs> we will call it a fat yeah. bus. Um, yeah, <laughs> but you so know, but it's stuff like that. Like I think that when women just, I, I can only speak for the women that I'm around, but women just aren't openly talking about it. They're not talking about yeah. pleasuring yourself. They're not. They're not just. They're just not doing it. If you were at which Kanisha, I know you were our retreat to reclaim dinner. For some reason, I have friends that have hosted events like this, but Lauren was like, all right, we're having our March day retreat. And I was, and Larissa paused and I was like, it's called Pussy Pleasure. And everyone's like, really? Where do we're I sign up? I'm so excited. Oh, where do I sign up? Like right now, Pussy Pleasure? What? And then she said she was just kidding. <laughs> well, and it made all of our hearts break. Kanisha, your dreams could possibly come true. We're working on some things. Mm. Um, but I think that this is the topic is so interesting. I think like a good place for people to start is really like, you know, obviously come as you are different places like that, but like really just a, an easygoing smut. So maybe Kadisha, what was some that you could like ease people into? Because if you're going to go pretend you're mine, you're going hard. Lucy score does not this a point. Oh, well, if you're looking for like a beginner, we're going to start with like 50 shades, like one, two, three, just like ease on in there a little bit and then maybe move to a little Bridgerton. There's nine of those. So you'll have 50 some shades is more beginner than Bridgerton. No, it's not. Uh, 
you no, think? it's not. Is it maybe the like, other way Fifty around? Shades, I would say, like, BDSM, like, we're going to another level there. <laughs> yeah. Right? I, Bridgerton first. I mean, I'm new to this. I'm not an expert. <laughs> I have no experience. But I I'm just say- thinking if we're introducing pain, like, that's probably oh. kicking it up a notch. That's... I think like beginner of how much is like included in the reading material. Oh, okay. So but we're talking about I'm... volume. I was thinking volume because, but if Charmaine, if if you could say volume wise, it's lower, right? But like, if we're thinking, just I need to watch to wait till chaps. If you waited till chapter 10 to see something happen. See, that's too long. Well, I'm going to tell you oh, in that don't, Lucy score book. Don't discriminate. <laughs> Do not discriminate. Yeah, it's the buildup in Bridgerton. Like, you know, they have all of this sexual mm-hmm. tension. And then, yes, by chapter 10, they are like, and for the rest of the other 10 chapters, they are okay. So if people have watched Bridgerton and you're like, oh, no, I could never read a smutty book. Girlfriend, hate to break it to you. Like, you've already crossed that threshold. Girlfriend, you are there. Come on. Come on over. You are one of us now. Like, it's okay. (laughs) Absolutely. If you watched it. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. But some people, like, they can't, they'll watch something on Netflix and they're like, okay, this feels socially acceptable, right? Right. But then if you want to talk about, oh, I could never read, like, smut. Like, I could never do that. It's like, well, how are you drawing that line? (laughs) One is socially acceptable and the other one is secret and hidden, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we shouldn't have to. I think that's the point of this, right? We shouldn't. Right. Like when I we were sitting in the hot tub, I, I was talking about some of the smut I read, you know, some, yeah, you were. some, you know, <laughs> sexual things. And so many women were just like sitting there like this. And I think the interesting part was by the end of the retreat, two of them came up and said, thank you so much for talking about that. I am so uncomfortable and realize that I need to fix that. Like I need to do some work around that. Why I am so uncomfortable having a conversation about sex. That's something that is so natural. Yeah. Why are we so ashamed to have conversations about something that is so natural because let's be honest when that part of our life when we feel fulfilled whether it's ourselves or with our partner we so happy we are so happy like there's you know there's that connection sex is so much more than just like you know Charmaine you've done a great job of explaining like sometimes you're getting off and sometimes it's an emotional connection or the connection with your partner sometimes it's that But, you know, connecting to yourself first, which, like you said, Brooke, is so challenging, not just from a religious standpoint for women, but from a social standpoint. And most of this is most of what's done in the U.S. is seeped around taking Christianity and twisting it to fit the patriarchy narrative of women are property and all that good, happy stuff. So our pleasure, like you said, was tied up in our husbands, whether you went to church or not, you know, that's just, that was the baseline of it that, you know, all of this was for him. Um, And so changing that narrative in your head is that, no, it's not his pussy, it's my pussy. And I'm choosing to share it with you. So no, I'm not going to say it's yours. It's not yours. It's mine. And you get to have some, you welcome. (laughs) Um, So it's taking that type of power back over your own body and narrative and being okay with speaking up. I think that's another thing that 
you know, I know I had to learn, but speaking up for what doesn't feel good, great, and you're just not into at that time and feeling like it's okay to go, you know what, this started off great, but, um, I've totally disconnected now. Like yeah. I'm not, and I'm not about to lay here and let you finish and I'm not feeling it. Like that's not, that's not what we're going for. No. There's some lube over on the side there, be, you know, make friends with it. But I'm like, I'm, I've checked out, <laughs> you know, and feeling and having that okay to say that having a partner that understands that and doesn't try to press you. Cause you know, men respects have, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And respects that because men mm-hmm. have been kind of taught this whole yeah. of you know let me finish let me like it's like no dude bruh no that's no that's not what we doing Mm-mm. yeah love you but no well if you say no too we have to remember that like even in a marriage and I know that we've no talked a lot no. of positive but the negative side of yeah no means no and if they're going to continue that's considered rape like it doesn't matter if you're married or not like that's exactly the thing. exactly yeah but I mean, I can only speak from the church aspects because that was a lot of my life, but you aren't given the permission to say no. Not it's like, if you say no yeah. to your spouse, the church. Yeah. Yeah. If you say yeah. no to your spouse, then they are going to go cheat on you. They're going to have, you know, or this is your mm-hmm. duty. Like your spouse has needs and this is yeah. how you fulfill them. And you don't feel like you can say no. It's why a lot of women fake orgasms too. Yeah. Or they'll tell the pastor that, you know, depending on what denomination you're in, they'll take you not fulfilling your, like, imagine how scary that is. You're not having a great night. You're not feeling great. You tell your husband no, and versus him, you know, being there for you on an emotional level, he goes to the brethren at the church to explain that you're not upholding your wifely duty. So the entire church can shame you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is where all this stuff comes from, right? Like even, you know, even church aside, I think women you know, when your husband's like, touch yourself and you're like, oh, I can't do that. I can't touch myself. You know, like there's, I, I talk to so many women, their husbands are trying to like dirty talk them and like, you know, yeah. I'll do this. And it's like, oh no, that's like shameful. Like I can't do that. Right. I'll never. And, and this is where I think the whole piece comes. Like when we don't know our bodies or yeah. what our bodies do or what feels good or the sensation, you know how many women I talk to, they're like, I've never had an orgasm. That blows yeah. my mind. It's a lot. It's so that blows my mind because how's it, I literally, and I think I've said this before, even like before my husband or whatever, and I had another partner, like every single time. But I also have like, I've, I've said, I've said this too. I've had like, I have like a hyper touch issue. Like you, I shiver like with a, it's like someone touches me and it's like extra sensitive. So once I get you know what I learned, everything's like enlightened. But it's not even, it's not just about <laughs> like what's happening in order to orgasm. It's so mm-hmm. mental and takes such mm-hmm. a like level of vulnerability and yeah. the ability to let go to experience pleasure like that. You know, my brain I, likes that. Yeah. <laughs> I learned from, um, you know, the girl I introduced you to, Elizabeth. Yeah. Cause I was, I told her to listen to the sex episode. She says, you know why? You have, like she was asking me, she said, you know why you have like this high, you know, this thing with that where you can just orgasm, like you, you can orgasm. Oh, me? Without, no, me. Where how I can oh. orgasm without penetration. She says. Oh, yeah, you. <laughs> she says a lot of the times women on the spectrum are able 
to do things like, like, like our bodies wow. are able to synthesize that. I'm like, really? I got, that's my superpower. I like that superpower. That's it's a cool good. superpower. Sure I wish I had that one. <laughs> that's a nice, I thought it was something everybody could do. And so she explains, she goes, no, that's not something that everybody can just like easily yeah. do. But because of your superpower, this is a bonus. Like you may not be able to focus on shit, but you can have really good orgasms without being penetrated. Like, yes, I'll take that one. No focus, more orgasms. Well, Kanisha, <laughs> kind of to go back to that, like it wasn't until like I didn't have one for a really long time. I didn't even know what, like what it was like, what it felt like. I was just like, all right, you know, like it wasn't a, my husband and I had so many conversations around this because I think the thing is like, it takes so long for women you know, to get to that point, whereas men are like, oh, they're, they're over and done. And what a lot of, you know, I can't lie that I've faked it a time or two just because I'm like, I don't actually know if I'm going to go or how to go. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like one of those things where I'm like, yeah, of course I faked it. And obviously we do men such a disservice, right? Cause they're thinking that they're satisfying us whatever way. And it's like so interesting because my husband said to me, he's like, you know, I didn't really understand how to help a woman go because I was so worried about getting myself off. And he was like now fully understanding that it's important that I do all of these things in order to get you to that point. You know, it's just like an interesting concept, but I think it's most women are like that. It's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go because I don't actually know how to go. So I'm just going to fake it and think, make him think that he's doing a really good job. Or I'm going to fake it so I can go back to doing what I was doing. He can go take a nap and we can be done. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It feels like pressure. Like if I don't, if I don't have an orgasm, then he's going to be disappointed and I'm going to feel like something's wrong with me or I'm broken or whatever it is. All these narratives come at play and then women wonder why they can't. Well, you're so in your head and you've put so much weight and pressure on yourself. Yep. Yeah. It's not going to happen now. Yeah. Unless you read some smut, I'm telling you, that's like up leveled my heart. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Literally, I love a good smutty book. It do, I, it's like, is so nice. It did. It took it to this like next level where it was like this fantasy part of it. And it wasn't like, you know, because nobody's talking about it like we do. Right. And now I talk about it, but not everyone's like, you could be giving what you do, but not receiving because people are like, oh, I don't know if I should share that or like if anyone wants to hear it. And I'll never forget. So over the weekend, Brooke texted right. me and she was like, I've read my first smutty book. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. Brooke, do you want to tell everybody where you read your smutty book and you took your smutty book? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got a Kindle just for this purpose. Um, Not just for this purpose. I got it for others. But no, (laughs) I have an interesting journey. Elizabeth has been secretly trying to get me to come over to the dark side, right? And there was this conversation that sparked with this one group of friends about um, ho phases, right? And so mm-hmm. there were a couple of us that we literally married our high school sweethearts. Like we didn't have a ho phase. And mm-hmm. so some of us were like, you know, like I kind of feel like I missed out a little bit. Like, Same. you know, like there's no other experiences or, you know, I feel like people that have had multiple partners learned things along the way, what they liked, what they didn't like. Maybe this is, this is all my perception, right? I could be totally wrong. Uh, But based on this conversation, I was like, yeah, no, I never had a whole phase. And in some ways that's really beautiful that I've only been with my husband, you know, and I find that to be kind of cool and sacred. And 
we also grew up in purity culture. So we're probably on the vanilla side of the spectrum. And I was talking with him in this long car ride over Thanksgiving break about how like I wanted us to have a hoe phase in our relationship because I'm not, I don't want to be with anyone else. Like he's my person, right? I was like, let's like, let's like amp this up a level. Did you go get some you know? toys? And so I went, no, I did not. I went and got a massage from one of my closest friends and I was telling her about this conversation. And so she, just like Elizabeth was like, you have to read smut. You have to do it. And she gave me like a list of the things that I needed to read. She added me to this Facebook group and so you wanted- <laughs> called the smut hood. Okay. And it's just people making recommendations. Yeah, it's called the smut hood. People making recommendations based on what they're into or what life stage they're in. Like, I'm a mom. I'm recently divorced. Give me a smutty book about a recently divorced mom, you know, that type of thing. And yeah, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And I think it just opens up different ideas, maybe things that you haven't thought of or scenarios you haven't thought of or positions you haven't thought of because nobody's really talking about this stuff with their girlfriends. I mean, I have a couple friends that are like, hey, I'm, you know, really pregnant. Was there a position that worked for you when you were really pregnant? I was like, absolutely. Here's the one that nailed it every time. You know, it's great if you have those types of friendships, but I don't feel like these are conversations that most women are having. And so for me, this is my whole phase, you know, I'm diving in, going for it. And me and my Kindle sometimes frequent indoor soccer games and it's fine. Like it's totally fine. Nobody knows what I'm reading. So um, right now you're at second base with Smut. So is third base going to be your, I don't know. What's third base? Sex toys. Do you guys have sex toys? Oh, dear God. Whole drawer full. Brooke. Nope. Got nothing. nothing. Not even a little like vibrating ring. Not even a vibrating ring. Nope. I'm about to bring you a present when we I'm, go to brunch. That's what I'm getting her for Christmas too. <laughs> <laughs> this is what our, you guys, we need to bring our favorite things. <laughs> I can't bring my husband to brunch. Like that's not happening. <laughs> I'll have nothing to bring. You have none? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Never. I have a whole drawer. And then your Amazon order, Kanisha? I'm I've got no words. Well, there was something in the Amazon cart the other day. I didn't add it, but I saw it was in there, so I just clicked by now. So daddy ordered it? Or did you? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, daddy. It wasn't me. Okay, daddy. Look at that. Proactive <laughs> man. Pleasure in his woman. Oh, I love that. Okay, okay. So, Brooke, we know what we need to get, yeah, Brooke. Nothing, y'all. No. Okay, so, but, but really, after we go to brunch, we're going to go take Brooke to the sex toy store. Yeah. La 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 la. I'm sweating. Like, I'm sweating. Can you take video in those places? Because that would be some good real material. Okay, so we're so essentially at this point, guys. Yeah, wrap this up, Elizabeth. I'm just just giving it to you. You got to read some smut. We're going to give you a whole list in the show notes. There's going to be so much smut that you just, we're going to, you know, at some point create a guide for you to navigate. You're going to have smut coming out of all your crevices. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. Oh, no, no. Oh, 
Um, not out of all your crevices, Kanisha, but um, <laughs> then we're going to get some sex toys, some recommendations, because I know there's some good Instagram accounts to follow for different things, you know, sex toys, you know, different sexy things. I think one time we should definitely have a sex therapist. Yeah. Well, you know, I think we should definitely have a sex therapist because I think, you know, there's a couple in our area. So we'll also list those for you. But I just, I think that, oh, maybe we should have a, the, the unfiltered mom smutty book exchange in conjunction with this right mom. You know, I think we should do that. Uh, because we all have the smut just around our house, you know, in, in places and I just, in crevices, I just think that there's so much that we could talk about with this topic. There's, there's so much, like we could literally segue into so many things. You know, I know we talked, we had some funny, some serious and, and really kind of navigating back and reminding women how not abnormal they are to be ashamed of the things and also what awaits them, the pleasure, you know, exploration, not only with yourself, but what you get to do with your partner and how you can really amplify that and up-level it and, you know, enjoy this one body that you were given. Like you were given this one body, this one life. Do you want to go to the grave saying, I never had a fucking orgasm? Absolutely not. Like, I'm going to tell you here, I'm going to take this here and leave you this for another part too. I had a girlfriend said, oh my God, I ruined my sheets. I squirted all over. And I was like, squirted? Girl, squirted all over? What? How did you do that? I am just trying to wrap my head around this. And the more women that I talk to in the sexuality space, because, you know, if you guys don't know Beth James from Barefoot and Free, she she does a lot of feminine embodiment. She actually does pussy power like workshops and things like that. But, uh, she talks about that stuff, you know, several other women I know in that space have really taken to explaining and showing women, but I hear it now, now women are talking about it. Like, Oh yeah, I'm a squirter. And I was like, I thought that was just in the, the pornography. My God, how bad is that? I just said pornography. Like I'm a little church goer. Um, but I do. I think this is a great starter. Like we're starting you here. I agree with Brooke. I don't know if 50 shades is the best place to start my friends. I would maybe that is like you said, Brooke, some BDSM, some pain. Can you just like phase one? <laughs> Let's introduce pain. Her phase one and mine are very different. <laughs> Read your little Bridgerton book. (laughs) (laughs) That might be a little better going for you. Well, I think TikTok, Mm -hmm. there's, isn't there smutty talk or like smut talk or. There's all the talks. Yeah. So actually another great book, if you don't want something super, super smutty, but you want some smut. um, One of my really good friends wrote um, a series called The Mosa Chronicles. And the first one's called Rise of a Dark Throne. And it's like that fantasy that you were talking about, Elizabeth. It's Afro-Caribbean fantasy and it's freaking amazing. But there's some hot, hot sex in there too. But it's not like overwhelming. So I'll make sure that we can link that as well. Yeah, there's and the series she's talking about, you guys, is the um, <laughs> Sarah Moss, I think. I don't, I don't know how to say her last name, if that's correct. But 
she I think it's the court of roses and thorns um but I'm on book three and I cannot put it down it is mm-hmm. some fairy smut up in here and I am totally okay with it yeah. like I never thought if you asked me a year ago would I be reading such a thing no I was into my self-help book and now don't give me a self-help give me some <laughs> smutteroo like if, this this kind of is a self-help it's a different kind of self-help you're you're self-helping yourself that's true yeah, that's a you guys, uh, everyone listening, take that. You are reclaiming. You are reclaiming your sexuality. You are reclaiming the sexual being that lives within your body mm. that has been trying to come out for years. <laughs> this woman that has wanted to explore her body and now you get to do it. Like, seriously, if this does not inspire you to pick up a book that is not your typical thriller, you know, fiction, whatever the case may be, I don't know what is. Then you need to jump into our DMs and we can figure out another option because like, like every, oh, also if you think that you wouldn't be into this, but all you do is listen to podcasts about serial killers. Oh, you got a dark side. You Maybe got you a should dark be side. going right to 50 oh, shades, yeah. baby. That's my. I do that too. Maybe that is, <laughs> you know, because let's be honest, I don't think unless you have some kind of trauma, which is completely understanding, no, uh, nobody's ever thought about your husband pushing you yeah. on that bed and getting down with it yeah. or up against that wall. Mm-hmm. And all the books have like those trigger warnings too, if there is yeah. something like they're all disclaimed. And that's totally different, mm-hmm. right? Like we're talking like yeah. if you're someone who's experienced yeah. sexual trauma, Absolutely. totally different. Absolutely. You know, obviously we're, we're not over here saying you should go do X, Y, and Z, but I think that the more that we understand that and the more that we dive into like, you know, like obviously 50 shades, there's a reason that book was so popular. And then the movies, like there's a reason guys, let's, let's open our eyes to that. Like, you know, it's not a secret that we are sexual beings and we're here to have sex with our partners and with ourselves with ourselves. And, you know, I, you know, I'm being really vulnerable here. I'm saying like, I haven't really explored that enough yet, but I want to, I'm in my forties. I just turned 40. I'm in my fucking era. I'm going to get down with myself and I'm trying to figure that out. What do I like? What I don't, because I want to be able to tell my husband, because if I don't even know how to do it to myself, how in the heck am I going to tell my husband? No, he doesn't know. And he's really trying. I will say this. He is trying. And there are times, right? Like, yeah, he, you know, I'll tell him to do this or do that. But I think even women telling their man or woman how to do something, they feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going to hurt his feelings if I tell him how I really want it or things like that. There's so much wrapped into this. There's like so much wrapped into this that we could go on and on. But really what we wanted to, you, we actually, I'll tell you, so we actually, we're going to talk about a totally different episode. And then we got on here and Brooke brought up, I don't even know, one of us, we're talking about smut, you know, because smutty this, smutty that, uh, tis the season, what's going to be in your stocking this year, baby? Hopefully a little smutty book. But, you know, then we're like, we ought to have this conversation. Brooke's new to it. Charmaine's been there, done that. Kanisha's a freak in the sheets. We all know that. But although she says this. Kanisha thinks that listen, 50 Shades is guys, phase one, so. But. <laughs> But does anyone remember? I think Kanisha said she was vanilla with a little sprinkles. I really don't think that it's just a little sprinkles yes. up in there. I think it's a sprinkles, cherry. I think there's some like cookie dough. 
Or, uh, I think there's caramel sauce. She got a, she got a Sunday oh, going on. I think on. she's got a double Sunday. Yeah. It's not just a plain old Jane Sunday. It's a banana yeah, split. It's the ultimate. And <laughs> this is the thing, right? Like it's like a banana oh. split. Yeah, for sure, Brooke. I would dig that. A banana no, split. No, me. I'm I am vanilla, and I went to Cold Stone, and I'm adding some mix-ins. Okay, so oh. I'm trying. <laughs> God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think I lost Elizabeth. On oh that one. no, I I'm here with the banana split. But anyways, <laughs> I hope that you listen to this. And if you have any questions or need more recommendations, because these show notes are going to be popping <laughs> this week, there's going to there yeah, there's going to be so much information in it, you guys. And so I hope you take something away. And I, you know, this is the first of many. And I know, you know, our sex episode was one of our most downloaded episodes because. We all want to talk about it. Why don't we talk about it more? Why is it this conversation that we don't talk about? Like, let's really be honest with ourselves. So anyways, until next week, because I'm pretty sure you're going to be listening to this on Christmas break. So guess what? You and your spouse probably going to be off. If you get that luxury, you can get a little uh, 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 or you can do it with yourself. So hopefully some of this, some of this will help you out or if you're off, you can you can have a lot of time to read that smut. And if you're afraid people are going to see it, get the Kindle like Brooke. You can hide that evidence and it'll be great. And just kind of <laughs> just, <laughs> just go from there. But um, we hope you are loving and having the most amazing holidays. And we hope you get a smutty book in your stocking or a Kindle with lots of smut or some other things. But until next week, we love you guys. We hope you have an amazing remainder of 2023. And thank you so much for being here, for listening, for being part of our community. Don't forget to pop into our DMs. Until next time, bye.